Sunday Gravy. Welcome to Sunday Gravy. This is a podcast based on recent sermons of High Point Community Church, as well as anything else that just happens to be on our mind. If you would like to contact us, you'll find all of our information at highpointcommunitychurch.org or highpoint.community. And now on with the show. All right, and welcome to Sunday Gravy. Today is Monday, August 8th, 2022. Uh, This is Blake along with Joey and Matt. And guys, I feel like I have been left at the altar. (laughs) What? (laughs) Today, folks, for those of you who are listening, we were supposed to have our very first podcast guest for Sunday Gravy today, Mm, mm, and mm, I feel like mm. I have been left at the altar. He he bailed on us so hard, and I hope he's listening. (laughs) I hope he hears this. Uh, Should I throw him under the bus by name? Well, I I don't think that's a problem. I I just wonder if we made a mistake by, because, you know, we Inviting him? No, 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 no. No. Well, sure, but... (laughs) (laughs) But I'm talking about, you know, we had him, we told him, we said, look, all you got to do is listen to our other podcasts and see what we're all about. And then, then you'll know what you're walking into. I wonder if he listened to the other podcast. Oh, and then bailed. <laughs> and then he said, I'm out. <laughs> I'm calling him out. His name rhymes with Billup Stalker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Philip Walker. Philip Walker. I'm, we are... Christian men and your transgressions will not be held against you. Mm. So, no, mm. we'll we'll have Philip on it at some other time, maybe next week. Who knows? But um, we come to you today to, uh, you know, as every Monday, just to kind of uh, rehash uh, yesterday, Sunday here. We're rehashing Sunday, August 7th here at High Point. And then um, also just to talk about other things we've got going on in the church. Mm-hmm. So, y'all's week good? Anything good. interesting? I mean, it's only Monday, so. I meant last week. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Since you spoke to the masses, anything interesting happened? Mm. Not really. Y'all, y'all are no. great on a we, podcast. <laughs> y'all are fantastic. I mean, well, it's not like. Rich I, content. I, are you looking for, I went and dressed up like, you know, no. I don't know, like uh, Sasquatch or something no. and walked around Walker County? and No. So we're getting, <laughs> we are getting back in the swing of things with school this week. All yeah. school starts back here in our community tomorrow. Mm. And so my kids are in mourning today when I left the house. They're just, are, are your kids? Are they, they, my kids are ready to rock. I mean, are they? They're ready to go back. That's good. So. This has been the fastest summer. It's been super quick. Yeah. Uh but uh yesterday was a good day. Uh we had uh we we had our men's breakfast yesterday uh morning on yeah. the 7th uh here at the church. Had a shout out to those cooks. Man, they did awesome. They did awesome. We had a lot we they went way overboard on pancakes. So we mm-hmm. had way too many pancakes left over. So if we're using pancakes for communion, you know why. That's the plan. We're going to freeze yeah. them and cut them up and use them in communion. Uh <laughs> Man, this living bread is awesome. Why does it taste like maple? Yeah, nothing unifies the body like Angel Mama. So the, the, we're. Uh, so are you saying even baking can make communion better? Is that what you're saying? 
Because wow. it's going to have a bacon scent to it. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, they did a great job, and we had a good turnout for that. And then we started our um, our next series and sessions in Man Church last night. So. Yeah. yeah. And you were there for that. I was there. I was there. It was great to see all the guys showed up for that. And it was also great just uh you know, it's just neat when you get a bunch of guys in the room and everybody locks in. I think Rick Burgess does a good job, you know, really kind of laying out what the topic's going to be to talk about. And, man, last night was a tough topic for men. You're talking about, you know, integrity and and, and in particular lying, mm-hmm. lying. Yeah. And so, mm. I mean, it's one thing to be in that room and confess. I am not confessing anything on this podcast i wouldn't ask you guys to do it either (laughs) so we uh we started uh last night and the we we are kind of changing things up a bit and we're going to be doing a a large gathering every other week and we're going to have uh small group home groups in between so uh be a large gathering one week small groups the next and then by you know swapping back and forth so if you're interested in that or if you know a guy who might be interested in that, or you know a guy you would like to see get interested in that, mm-hmm. <laughs> send him our way. We'll get him plugged in. Uh, they, so they anyway. won't be disappointed. That's for sure. Yeah, it's a good time. But uh, I thought yesterday was good. Uh, started a new series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, new series called New Series called Complete. Complete. And uh, you uh, can we just jump right into that to the message and everything? Is that cool? Anything? We don't have anything weird to talk okay, about. So. We always do. <laughs> I'm sure. No. All right. the, no, I'm good. Yeah, let's go ahead. The we um what the right out of the gate, one of the first points you made uh, who should be the boss. Yeah. When you were talking about that. Right. Um and you said some people get I thought you should incorporate it who's the boss too. The show, the television the show, show. Who's the boss? Yeah. Little little um, tiny dancer. <laughs> uh, remind me again how you got to that point because I'm I'm I, I wrote that down in my notes, but I'm I'm blanking on how you got to that point. You to were, who's the boss? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was actually right out of the gate. Like I I shared a story when my daughter was a preschooler. She was sitting on the couch with me, and we were having this conversation. She was like, "Daddy, are you are you in charge of the house?" And I said, "Well, you know I am." And then right. then she came back and said, "Was that because mommy said you are?" And so I remember that. Now. Yeah. Yeah. So and I just said, that's a really a good question to ask, well, you know, whether you're think about it, no matter what um, particular part of your life you're in, that's a good question. To ask. Who's who's the boss? Who's mm. in charge? Like if you're at a restaurant and you don't like your food, you need to know who's in charge. If you're, you know, um, whether it's your family or your church or whatever, you need to know who's the boss. Like you need to know who's in charge because that's a that's a piece of information that can be handy. Yeah, you know? sure. Yeah, I thought that 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 was good, and and the what you the statement you made is essentially who the boss should be in any, in any given situation is the one who's most qualified. Right? Exactly, the one who who's most qualified to be that, and and you know, going to uh, the extent of you know who the the last one that you made, you ran you did a run through of you know different situations and who should be the boss in different you know you know, different circumstances and mm-hmm. one who should be the boss of the universe will maybe the, the one who created it. And, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, and then you jumped off of that and got us, uh, moving into towards our text in the book, book of Hebrews. And, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the first blank that I have that you gave us, uh, was, and th- this was, well, no, it's not the first blank. I'll take that back. The blank that we're filling in this month in mm-hmm. our series what in the the God of me is the God of filling the blank and the word 
this month is fulfillment, which fulfillment. which brings me to the funny point, right? <laughs> so that was that was the the most memorable <laughs> point of the message was, uh, and I can't believe y'all didn't talk about this before I started. Like, what did you do anything interesting this week? But uh, you have the you have in ginormous six foot letters behind you the word hope. <laughs> yes, this but, is true. By the way, Joey and Matt worked in. Joe's cutting out letters and Matt was helping and mounting the letters and putting LED lights on the letters this past week. <laughs> and it looks awesome. Oh, it looks Matt, awesome. You did a good job. It does look cool. If you want to see what it looks like, you can look at uh, High Point's Instagram page or Instagram. Or Facebook. You can tell I'm not down with that. Or you meeting. can come to church and see it. <laughs> That's true. You can it's tell. True. I don't know. Is it called an Instagram page or Instagram account? Or It's inst- just you can Instagram. look at the church's Instagram. You yeah. could, you the can, IG. You can look at their there you go. I'm not down with the Utes. I don't know how to say words, but they you you can look at that <laughs> and see what it looks like. The, it's like uh, me looking at my kids going, "Hey, you want to see me do the gritty?" And they're like, "Dad." <laughs> and I, for a while, I didn't know what they were talking about. They're like, "Dad, please stop it." Yeah, and that's all they would say to me. I didn't realize you hit the gritty. You yeah, don't do the gritty. Yeah. <laughs> But so the funny part to me is is introducing the new sermons. Joey's introducing the new sermon series, introducing what word goes in the blank. And the name of our series today is that we're starting today is complete. Yes. And, and it was what was the color? Because y'all know I'm colorblind. It's right? teal and pink. It's got a little little bit of a '90s look to yeah, it. Yeah, we're, okay. we're, we're we're having That's fun right. with the '90s on so, the series. Yeah. Uh, so it's teal, teal and pink. <laughs> graphic on the side screens that say complete uh the which by the way the word we're putting in the blank is fulfillment, fulfillment. <laughs> and pay no attention to the glowing blue giant letters behind me that say hope <laughs> that i i, I just i, I was it. literally like every <laughs> <laughs> with every one of your statements, I was like giggling more because I'm like, man, he's really cl- trying to climb out of this because it was just like was. a lot going on. And I know it all makes sense did in you, your head. Did you hear me when I said, after I said it, I went, okay, now let's review. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's, a lot let's going, review. there's a lot going on here. You know what I mean? I want to make it's sure like I a, got this clear. It's like on a cartoon where it's like all of a sudden out of nowhere, you know, uh, some character shows up and it's like, you know, a pig wearing roller skates playing a trumpet. And it's just like, there's a lot going on. Uh, let's, uh, let's review. Anyway, oh, that's, it, it was funny. Uh, but it was, it was a little, <laughs> it was a little confusing at first, but, yeah. but, but you worked your way out of it. But essentially hope the, the reason that it was behind you is you're kind of using it as a, uh, acrostic. acrostic. Yeah. yeah. That's, I had the word. I okay, had, I'm sorry. I, 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 I got ahead of you. My bad. My bad. And so, uh, you're gonna he's you're gonna be breaking using one of the letters in the word hope each yeah. each week. Yeah. And uh, and it was funny. I was in the commons area after the service, and people were already coming up trying to guess what the O is gonna be. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of neat. To, to people are already getting excited. And yeah, what to, were some of the guesses? I because I was standing there. They said. I, uh, uh, optimistic optimism or optimistic yeah. yeah what did i say i said something pretty sarcastic i just don't remember you said ostrich <laughs> <laughs> yeah so because that would fit as i would and why not if you got a pig coming in on roller skates so. the um but the h was for the word helm helm yes uh so as in god is at the helm of all things yes mm-hmm. And yes, the helm is the head 
of all things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you say the word helm, as Matt does as well, the only thing I can think about is what? Helm's Deep. From Lord of the Rings. <laughs> is that messed up? Most people think about a boat. Oh, yeah, sure. Sure, because a, a helm is the entire steering apparatus of a ship. Yeah. But I had not even thought about the Lord of the Rings. That's interesting. It's, a, it's the only thing I can think about. Helm's Deep. And it doesn't really tie in. There's no, like, super spiritual, like, wow, that's... Well, maybe there is, and I'm just not smart enough to think about it. Mm-hmm. Is there anything... Does it tie in for you in any For way? Helm's Deep? Yeah. Yeah, well, so... You, a big thing that you talked about yesterday was like holding on to hope. Yeah. And what, what hope are you holding on to? Um, and <laughs> to take the spiritual out of it for a second yeah, go in ahead. the movie, go ahead in the movie, two towers <laughs> yeah. of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. There's that final battle at Helm's, the Deep. battle of Helm's Deep. Yeah. And there is a moment where it looks like all hope is lost. Oh, keep going. Keep going. They're, like literally, like literally, there like were some mean looking elephants coming out through like, there, man. What? <laughs> no, no, no. That's Return of the King. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. 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 Oh, I'm sorry. You're I'm on late. another movie. God. Yeah. You're, not, you're not even a real nerd. Yeah. Hold on a second. <laughs> we'll tell you when you can talk but, again. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, but like the women and the children are in the back in the in, in the, the, in the, the helm in the keep. Yes, in the keep in the cave, like yes. the, the safest part of the yes. entire city, and. Literally, what's left of the men who are fighting have have basically boarded themselves up inside of this room, and then they're like, "All right, well, if we're going to do this, like," and they they basically like, "We're going to just go on out, go all out." They mount on horses, and then they just bust through that door and we'll, start oh, yeah. ride out. We'll ride out and meet them. Yeah, ride out and meet them. Yes, and <laughs> awesome. And in that my, you moment, know my favorite, look my, on your face when you say no. When he says it, it, I get chill bumps. But you know, one of my favorite quotes is actually from a bad guy. It's um, when Saruman is talking about Helm's Deep, and that I think the battle has already commenced, or it's about to. Mm-hmm. Maybe anyway, and he says something of, oh, I think it's already started, and he says if. Essentially, if they're able to breach the wall, like yeah. if we can breach the wall, because that's that's the big thing. Yeah. Because you remember the significance of Helm's Deep? It's like I know we're nerding out here. Y'all are man. Big is time. this the is this the same one where Gandalf comes over the hill? Yeah. yeah. That's we oh, don't ruin a, it. God, that's the best part. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> and not Gandalf the Grey. I'm so no, sorry, Gandalf for the all White. You nerds. So I'm gonna let you say that that one in a minute because that's a solid line. But uh, Saruman says to what's the creepy guy Wormtongue? You remember him? Yeah. So oh Saruman says to Wormtongue, he says, he says, if we if the wall is breached, he says Helm's Deep will fall. And Wormtongue says something like. Uh, even if it's breached, it will take numbers beyond reckoning, thousands upon thousands to storm the keep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, any, you see what I'm saying? Got anyway, it. there's something to say there for like, uh, you mean that could tie in in a lot of ways for like the men that are at the helm. Yeah. So, oh, okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. I, lately, yeah. for whatever reason, I'm like, I know there's something really spiritual there, but I can't quite touch so, on it. So yeah. what you're saying is the minute I said God is at the helm of all things, <laughs> I'm reliving I the lost you. I lost you. Yeah, it lost me. All I can see is Legolas <laughs> taking orcs out left and right with a bow and arrow. Yeah. <laughs> 23. 24. <laughs> it only well, counts okay. as one. <laughs> so since, since I got it wrong with the elephants, what was the name of that place? 
that they were, where they were attacking that in Return of the in King. Return of the King, the, the Battle of Rohan. What? Yeah. Oh, Rohan. No, no, no. no, 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 no Rohan no, no. is when they ride to meet. That's right. But that is where the, the king that was uh, 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 what's his name's brother. Yes. Um, and he believed he was dead, but he wasn't actually dead. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> we're getting into there was a name because a, it represented like the last standing thing of man. The Battle yeah. of Minas Tirith. Yeah, that was Gondor. Yes, the Battle of Gondor. Yeah, but oh, Battle wow. of Minas Tirith. But uh-huh. back to because that's when the ships came and all the ghosts jumped out. So okay, yeah. all right, I got you. Yeah. So to bring the spiritual back, sorry. <laughs> there's this moment where they really have felt like all hope is lost. Like women and children are. Yeah. So they and rode out to meet them, so, so and they're really committing suicide, basically. It Well, in a sense, all so, hope is lost. Oh, yeah, so they're yeah, basically yeah. like all boarded up inside this room, and the men are like, okay, well, if we're going down, we're not going down without a fight. And they get on their horses, and they bust out and just, you know, slashing orcs as they're going. Yeah. And it's it had become this really dark moment in the movie, and then, boom, at the top of the hill comes Gandalf the White, and it's like light is not coming. Gandalf the Grey. Yeah, there's a difference. Because Gandalf the Grey had fell into the deep abyss and defeated, yeah, the, beast. the big giant dragon, the yes. beast message, <laughs> <laughs> and come back Y'all. and had returned as Gandalf the White, and now he's coming down the hill with an army who just completely wipes them out. It's awesome. Wow. Yeah, you know J R R was a believer, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm aware of that. Yeah. Well, I had no inkling. Oh, was that of the a, Lord of the Rings? Did, not. Was that a pun? <laughs> no. Do you, do you know what you just said? Are you serious? You didn't. You weren't trying to. Pun? I'm serious. I have no idea. What you said I just you had said. no inklings. Yeah, the inklings was the group, the J.R. J.R.R. Tolkien and C.S. Oh C. Lewis. And that was, sorry, y'all are gonna have to save me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm at Comic Con right now. <laughs> <laughs> but and do you remember in that like when? When in the movie where there's this moment of like yeah. everybody's like all hope is lost and Aragorn says there is always yeah. hope mm. yeah mm. always man I hope y'all get this passionate about my message well you should have shown it. it before you show the word hope <laughs> just shown that clip so so to make this clear the series is entitled complete. <laughs> yeah complete. but the fill in the blank for the word for the year is fulfillment fulfillment well, but well, backlit behind Joey is the word hope. <laughs> but think about this. Think and I'm not it. thinking about anything but Lord of the Rings the entire time. <laughs> exactly. So this was a disaster. One does not simply walk into Mordor. Not even with 10,000 men could you do this. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> sorry. There's, yeah. Oh, my goodness, man. Um, I'm not an emotional person, but there's some moments in those movies that really hit deep. If you If you can watch all the way through and not not get choked up at least two to three times. Yeah. Like you, you don't have a heart or a soul. <laughs> like it's by the time, I mean, cause they're like, I'm not an emotional person and I got choked up a handful of times in, in the first two movies. And by the time you make it to the end of return of the King and they're all, it's all over with and it's done. And Aragorn has now been, Crown uh, king. king, and he walks up, and the four hobbits kneel down, and my friends, you bow to no one. Like I'm ugly crying. Sorry, that's mess. That's that's serious though. That's good. 
Man, that's that's not <laughs> that's not my favorite part in the entire. Oh series, no, it's not but, my favorite part either. But, but that one is is a, really emotional because, especially too, if if you watch those movies when they first came out and you watched one and then you waited a year and you watched another and you waited a year and then you watched the third one and it's like, yeah, I got a long time invested in this, you know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, Joey's like, at? can we get this back to yeah? Now? Wow, so. At the helm, being at the head, yeah. at the, uh, the head of all things. Um, the first fill in the blank was God is at the helm of creation. Of mm. creation, yes. Mm. Yeah, we were coming out of Hebrews chapter 1, mm-hmm. verse, verse 10. 12. Oh, okay. 10. 12 was after the second point. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So so basically that, that was just a helping people understand that hope comes from understanding that all things were created by God and that... You know, there are things in this life that God mm-hmm. has created that are just beautiful. They're yeah. amazing. They're incredible. And uh, some of the premise of that was, you know, we are coming out of, we're trying, coming out of COVID, out of a global pandemic, we're all trying to get back to normal is what everybody says. But what they're really saying is I'm trying to get back to things that are good. Mm. I'm trying to get back to life and I'm trying to get back to the things that bring me alive. Mm. And, uh, and so I was kind of pointing out the fact that, cause you think about it since we were quote unquote released from our quarantine and we came out of the, you know, people were creeping out of their homes after being in there for so long. And, and, and literally from that point to now, it has been extremely difficult to, you could almost not find an Airbnb. Like you couldn't find a a, a hotel. You couldn't find a you know, a, you know a, a plane ticket. It was crazy how people all around this country were trying to just get out mm-hmm. and go because they had seen so much ugly that they were really just trying to go see something beautiful mm-hmm. and stuff. And I was reading something about Niagara Falls, how it was hammered right after COVID, like everybody just wanted to see something beautiful, you yeah. know? So the whole premise is, is that, well, that's great and all. And I'm, you know, and a lot of, I mean, a lot of people around here took vacations and, and we should, we should go see those things. But I think sometimes when we go look at that stuff, I think we're putting too much on it because we want that to bring us or give us something that, and this is why we pay so much money to go. We, we pay to go get something from that. And what the whole point there was, was as you're going to pay to see something beautiful, don't forget God was the one who created that beauty. Mm-hmm. And that God is the one that is really where you're going to find those beautiful, alive things. Mm. And so, I mean, I didn't say it, but I could have said it like you didn't really have to pay for that. You know, like God is, God is saying, I'm here, you know, yeah. you don't, you know, and, and the whole point was that creation's intent is to point to the creator. Right. So that was kind of that was that we, we all just need to realize that, you know, what we're really searching for is God. So the, um, the, the next one, uh, the second fill in the blank was God is at the helm of, and by the way, did, after seeing how we nerded out, do you regret using the word helm? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a cool word because I liked I liked when I looked at the 
how do you say this? The etymology is it etymology or etymology? Etymology. Etymology. When you look at the etymology of a word, in other words, I can see you saying vehemently. Vehemently. <laughs> vehemently. Vehemently. There vehemently. You go. Vehemently. Etymology. Et- etymology. The etymology of that word, helm, actually comes from a medieval word that actually means helmet. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's a, there's an old medieval helmet called the Great Helm. And uh, it's, you said that in the sermon. I did. And when you said that, I was just like, how is he? <laughs> Duh. When's he showing the video? <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. We're just going to leave all the meat on the bone? <laughs> <laughs> I will go ahead. Hey, I will say this since we can't leave Lord of the Rings alone. I will say that there, I am tempted at this moment, even before we did this podcast. Yeah, what? <laughs> I am tempted at this moment to consider using Lord of the Rings as something where, because think about it, what, what I just got through talking about, people are searching and trying to get back to things that are good. Think about where Lord of the Rings started out with you know baggins there in the shower and everything is beautiful yeah and look at where it ended up yeah in mordor it's like it's almost like everybody's trying to get back to the shire but god is like no we have to go through mordor if you're gonna use it you need to talk to us first because you can't just you you can't use it recklessly i might might throw some elephants in there that don't even yeah you you can't be reckless with lord of the rings you might Because you talk about us nerding out, well, I'll offend some folks. You, you'll offend some nerds in the room. <laughs> we'll come after you with our foam larping swords and stuff. It'll be. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, look at all y'all coming to tell me how good I did on the sermon. Wait a yeah. minute, what is that in their hand? Uh, anyway, um, but God is number two. Was God is at the helm of change, and that was from Hebrews one. I wrote twelve a. I think that was yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The first part of verse 11, 11 and twelve a. Yeah, yeah. And essentially, the the idea is God is at the helm of change. Uh, one of the, kind of the main points that you made there, I thought was good, was be careful what you put your hope in. Yeah, mm. you you have to because verse eleven there talks about um, how all like it just got through saying God is the creator of all things, but then it turns around and it says that God, all those things that God created, they will perish. Um, and I think that is so important for us to understand as beautiful as this world is, um, you know, the reference being second Peter as well, where he talks about God is going to have create a new heaven, the new heavens and a new earth. Mm. And, and ultimately what, what that means is, is that the things as they are now just cannot stay the way they are. They, they right. are decaying. Even we know creation cries out to be saved, according to Romans. Um, everything is everything is dying. Everything is decaying. That's just a part of life. And um, and I feel like that a lot of people are. I, you know, when you look at creation, it feels so permanent. Like you see a tree, and you think it's going to be there forever. Right. You know, or you look at the mountains, and you're like, those things won't move. You mm-hmm. see the oceans, and those things will always be there. And and the psalmists have a lot to say about that kind of stuff, about yeah. how the per, they use the permanency of creation to show the faithfulness of God, right? Mm-hmm. However, in this case, um, the scriptures are showing us that these things are not permanent. These things will pass away. And so the premise was this, was <clears throat> that um, you have to know. Um, you have to know that when when God changes things, they're always for the better. Yeah. 
they're always for the better. God is not going to change something to make it worse. Even though it may feel worse to us, they're always going to be better. And so that's that's kind of what I was wanting everybody to understand is be careful what you anchor your hope in. Mm. Um, because you, so many people right now have anchored their hope in things that are already in the process of vanishing. Yeah, yeah. And so, so I think that's why you feel so, here's our word, unfulfilled mm-hmm. when you go and do things. You want this world to give you more than it can. Yeah. And it just can't do it. And that's because what you're paying money to go see is literally God's creation. And God is saying, I am that beauty. Yeah. I am that life you're looking for. And so I am that hope. And so God, mm-hmm. God, God is the, at the, he's at the helm, but he's also, mm-hmm. you know, he also is dealing with change, yeah. you know, yeah. and things are changing. Well, and you, you touched on kind of one of your main points from the last one uh, is the third was God is at the helm of constant. So constant. God, God is at the yeah. helm of change. God is at the helm of constant. That was the second part of Hebrews uh, one verse 12. 12 yeah. Mm-hmm. And which you kind of, you finished with that strong statement, anchoring our hope in things that yeah. are already vanished before that you said, um, you know, no conditions on this earth will determine his outcome, right? That's so. right. Because God does not change because he, even though everything around him is changing, right. he does not change. Mm-hmm. Right. And so for that reason, that means that, uh, we can trust God that, yeah. that basically God is not, his outcome is not determined by the conditions on earth. So, um, I said, you know, it could be hell on earth or it could be heaven on earth it makes no difference. God is God and he does not change. And the outcome is always going to be the outcome. Yeah. And, and where we as humans are like, no, I need to change my environment. If things have been so dark, I need to fill my life with light and therefore and that, then I'll feel better about myself. And that's, it's, it's where we get a lot of our self self help stuff and, you know, and a lot of that, you know, you can do it. You got it in you kind of stuff. Um, it's that sense of like, you don't need God. Like people don't understand that. They won't say that. But ultimately when you're, when you put all of your faith and trust in anything other than God, then you're really putting it in yourself. Yeah. And so it really comes down to who do you trust more, um, to run your life, mm-hmm. you or God. So, so God being at the helm of is sort of like saying God is sovereign over <clears throat> creation. God yes. is yeah. sovereign over change. God is sovereign over what's constant. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sounds real reformed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. I Did you just put that on this I podcast? Did, well, I just, I just had to mess with you about I know it. You it was did. good. Uh, I, I, I thought it was really good. Anyway, uh, <laughs> The, the, I was still thinking about Helms Deep the whole time. I was thinking the about Lord time. of the Rings um, the whole time. No, I, well, I, if I, I if I go to I Lord of the Rings it. for for the next week, then I'll almost definitely run it through the the nerd filter. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, well, so what else? Uh, worship yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, we back to. Full team on stage, which was so nice to have everybody back. Um, and and we introduced a couple of new songs. We we started out with uh, "Glorious Day," and then we introduced a new song by and 
you may have never heard this name before, a guy that I had never heard of until Thursday. I heard the song for the first time Thursday, and it's one of the very few times where I've ever heard a song and went, the church needs to sing that. Um, a song called Faithful by Eric Nieder. Um, and basically... Nieder? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> N-E-I-D-E-R. And it's, it's e, his name Eric is with a K, not with a C. So it's Eric... That's real. He's about to shoot holes in the way I said that. But well, no, um, I'm not. That's real. Okay. But Nordic song, of him. <laughs> it may, he may be Nordic. I don't. But um, I'm going to say neither. <laughs> but anyways, neither. Uh, but the the song basically says, "God, even when I'm not, you're faithful. Even in when I have my doubts, your truth still stands strong. All those kinds of things. It's a really good. It's honestly a prayer, um, a prayer conversation, an honest conversation, but between us and God and um the bridge is is just quoting straight quoting scripture where can I go from your spirit where can I hide mm-hmm. from your face if I you know run to the heavens you're with me if I fall to the depths of the sea you're still there yeah and so um just singing about God's faithfulness and then um we which by the way is is E-R-I-K-N-I I-E-D-E-R for those who might be trying to look at it. You know, somebody might want to listen to it on like. Yeah, it's a really good song. On Spotify. Or Sings Apple a lot better than I did. But, so. uh, yeah, it's it's a really good one. And uh, I, sent it, I sent it to the team when I first heard it on Thursday. I was like, man, the church needs to sing this. I was like, what do you guys think of this? And they hit back and they were like, yeah, we need to, we need to do this. And so, um, yeah, that was a last-minute addition. And then um, we did Gratitude and Great Are You, Lord, which that one is just a really – love song right now by by our congregation and then we ended with um a song called backs against the wall yeah from judah and the lion and uh basically just saying you know when your back's against the wall you're not alone Mm. hold on to hope yeah um stand strong in the face of trial and adversity adverse adversity and hold on to hope Mm. um hold on to the right hope don't put your hope in in false things and in the world what the world has to offer put your hope in jesus so Mm. Yeah. All right. That's well, a nice recap. Yeah. I felt like that was good. So most importantly, mm-hmm. if you are listening to this and you decide that you want to watch Lord of the Rings. Watch Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Here we go. Here <laughs> if we you go. decide you want to read Lord of the Rings, for goodness sakes, start with the appendices. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh my god. Do you know my wife has never seen? A single Lord of the Rings. Really? And she blames it on me. There, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. My, when my wife and I got married, she'd never seen Top Gun. That's unacceptable. <laughs> and I was like, you don't need, it was silence there because nobody knew how to process it. <laughs> it's like, what? She, what? she didn't know, she had not seen a lot of movies like when she and I got married. And I, I made her watch Lord of the Rings because when she and I got married, it was right around the time that, Return of the King came out, I believe. Mm-hmm. When, do you know when Return of the King came out? Uh, August 31st, 2000. I'm just kidding. Oh, I don't know. Oh, my goodness. I, re- I really don't I'm know so that I'm so glad one. you were kidding. Yeah, I'm I was so kidding. <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> I was ready to pounce. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Let's see. I, I, mm. I've got it. Yeah, it was December of 2003. So we got married in May of 2004. So it was right. We were we were dating when Return of the King came out. And, um, and she still married you. Yeah, so I made, on a week, it came out, because they always, every one of them came out right around Christmas, right? Yeah. And so we did uh, a a Saturday 
where we watched the first two on in one day. How'd she do? I mean, because that's like six and a half hours. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How'd she do through that? It it was it was it was tough, but I, mm-hmm. of course I'm like educating her the whole way. It's like pause and tell her something. Pause and tell her something. <laughs> so oh, you're like the worst. So you were commentary to watch a movie with. Yeah, you like were commentary. All she, we through. didn't watch the extended edition, but she got the extended <laughs> edition. <laughs> Now, you're going to figure this out later, but let me tell you why this is important now. No, I didn't spoil it. I was like, hey. like, pause it. Pay attention. Pay attention right here. Listen to what they're saying. Get off your phone. Hey, <laughs> play. Let me tell you what this fool did. We went to the movie theater to watch, uh, what was the name of it? What was the name of it? It was The Hobbit. The Hobbit. That's right. And the whole time during the movie, he's ex- he's doing that to me. He's explain- giving me commentary all the way through it. Then he gets real quiet. Like, he just quits talking because he knows what's about no, to no, happen. No, 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 because I'm, I'm interested in the movie. No, <laughs> liar, let me, liar. No, let, me tell you, no. let me tell you what we're dealing with here, no. Ragsdale. We're, this guy right here, we go and we watch The Hobbit, okay? I mean, that is a – now, granted, I'll, I'll say the movie's – in comparison to the book, The Lord of the Rings, in my opinion, were were better than The Hobbit. But The Hobbit movies are still good. I would agree. But I he's mean, read the books, so he knows what's coming. That's well, my no, point. Yeah, but still, still, and, he watches The Hobbit, and the only thing that he takes away with, <laughs> the only thing he takes away is, you didn't tell me there's going to be spiders. I didn't know there's going to be spiders. I wouldn't even have came oh, if I knew there's going to be don't spiders. Even, don't even yeah. act like they were just spiders. Those were monster I know, spiders. But, but that was your attitude, leaving after watching a three-hour Hobbit film. I didn't know there was going to be spiders. I wouldn't even have came. Well, there was such a confirmation because I'm sitting there, and he's like, I, he's been talking the whole time, and he just got real quiet. Oh, my goodness. And there were spiders all over the screen. I went, you, that's you didn't tell me. You didn't tell didn't me about tell that. Me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that is not how I sound. Until <laughs> until two weeks ago, my wife had never seen Forrest Gump. Yeah. Until two weeks ago. That's understandable. No, no, it's not. That's it. This is Alabama. <laughs> well, like I had, I took Max to um, Bubba Gump Shrimp. Yeah, and, yeah. And I, had, he's never seen the movie, and I had to walk him through it, like. That's really? what that means. That's what that means. Oh, wow. He <laughs> so needs you, to go with me and let him come to the table and do the trivia. I'd blow his mind. Oh, hey, yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd so, be, yeah. <laughs> so, you know how you explain? I, I mess with chairs big time watching this movie. Oh, watching no. Forrest Gump? Yeah. Children's a true story. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> how so did I, was I like, know that? I was like, yeah, and that's why Bubba Gump Shrimp is a thing now. <laughs> And they and own this, Apple? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It was it was funny. She was like, no way. I was like, yeah. And I was like, stop. Mm, man. Stop. How did I know that's what you did? You know, we could <laughs> do a too whole. Easy. You know, we could do a whole podcast on movies that have impacted food. What? Think about that. Movies that have impacted food. I thought you were going to go a little bit more spiritual than that. No, like, man. Movies that have impacted your life no. in some way. Yeah, give me an example. Huh? Give me an example of what you're talking about. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't say that that's... I mean, there's a lot of iconic food moments in movies, but impacted mm-hmm. food? We're getting well, off I on mean, a not impacted food as in trail. like change the food. I'm saying like restaurants that came out of from a movie. movie. Yeah. Like? Huh? Such as? Well, like... Uh, <laughs> give me one example. <laughs> well, Bubba Gump Shrimp, right? <laughs> no, that was real before... <laughs> She's so stupid. No. <laughs> no. Uh, another one would be um, I really P- think they Pizza mean, Palace. 
from Toy Story. That's not a real restaurant. There yeah. is a real Pizza Palace. But not after. There's not one at like Disney. Is there? <laughs> is there? Oh, we're gonna look All right, let, let me give Anyways. you another example. Let me give you another example. You I'm walking I'm walking through Walmart and in the frozen section are boxes of pizza that say Surfer Boy Pizza from Stranger Things. What? I'm serious. Really? Did, did y'all watch Stranger Things? Yeah. I, I mean, like, I'm just saying, like, there's a whole thing that could be done with that. I tried. You I've, tried. We've watched them. Yeah. I, yeah. I still am not finding your argument compelling, really. You're right. Really? This is yeah. pointless. Let's get back to Lord of the Rings. <laughs> okay, let's talk about <laughs> Nah. It was a... Uh, yeah, I think they're... I'm not going to let that die. That's I'm telling you, you, you think about it. I, I guarantee food. you that'll be a topic on Unclever at All some right. point. Can, whoever's listening needs to give us... You're, there's probably people screaming to, that agree with you. Yes. Like an example that we're missing. Yeah. Yeah. I can think of food moments in movies that were like iconic. Mm. And I think... Anyway, I don't know. But restaurants? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll give you one. Yeah. This is not. I'm shaking my head. Yes. This is not a movie. It. It's not a movie, but it, uh, Saturday Night Live is a cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm just telling you. There's. When you sit down and think about it, you'll be shocked. I think. Yeah. Like at the end of Bench Warmers, when they all go to Pizza Hut. Out. <laughs> my goodness gracious. No. Outside of like Disney movies and them just trying to like, let's see what else we can do to make a dollar off of you. Uh huh. Like, uh huh. Because if we call it, you know, you're going to eat at whoever's castle, then automatically everybody wants to go eat there. Right? That's right. And the food, anyway. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think I think that was a good recap. Anything else? A really good quote from Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Oh. All right, so. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> this, there, and this we, is we actually. Do need to say, we do need to say all of our Wednesday, activi- oh, yes. Wednesday yeah. activities. Oh, yeah. We can't forget that. Yeah, all of our Wednesday activi- Wednesday activities are back to normal this Wednesday night, six thirty p.m. six thirty p.m. Uh, Bible study and the main uh, worship center with you, Blake. The, you're going to be doing. That's right. Uh, we'll be doing the Book of Romans the- <laughs> for the next seven, well for the next seventeen <laughs> years. Seventeen. We'll be, years. we'll be doing Romans. <laughs> We're going to walk through it verse Forever. by verse. <laughs> Anybody who's a pastor and is listening to this, they're absolutely dying laughing because they know. Yes, yeah. they've tried to do Romans in like maybe a two, yeah, two months or yeah. three months. It's yeah. like no, yeah. not gonna happen. We'll be yeah. there for so, a while. Yeah, no, I, it's gonna be good. Are you gonna record it? Because I want to hear it. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna be recording. Okay, excellent. Um, and then we have students. You guys just, I mean, man, kids back in school. Yep. Gosh, man, you guys were, you guys were running a ton of kids mm-hmm. back before school let out and summer really kind of hadn't let up and man, you guys are, you're going to have to make some room. Yeah. We may have to be uh, building a new youth space soon. You never know. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. We, Hey, ask our volunteers. We are maxed out over there. Maxed. They it's a good like feeling. Close to the children. I want to say, what's the, I want to say, what's the word he couldn't come up with? Oh, intimate. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it, that's it. Yeah, I want to say there's at the uh, at the end of the year last year there were eighty something shares in there, and we were always having to add more. That's so, awesome. 
That's awesome. Good problems to have. Good, great problems to have. Kid Point back on point, mm-hmm. and uh, and then uh, Project Twenty Eight. Project Twenty Eight. Yep. By the way, if any of you are thinking about Project Twenty Eight, that will most definitely be coming back up. Um, the you know the uh, what do you call it? The uh, registration will open back up in uh, probably January. So we'll okay. be finishing up with this group right at Christmas time, and then. January, we're going to open it back up and start a new group. So it's going to be good. It'll be awesome. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. All right. We're going to finish with a quote from Lord of the Rings. If, yes. it, ain't, if it ain't good, Which, I'm and, not finishing And with this it. does kind of go along with yesterday's message. Okay. So at the end of one of the movies, there's this moment where... Which one? I think it's Two Towers. Um, I'll tell you if you're right. There's this moment. <laughs> so Frodo, Frodo is carrying the ring. He's... Bearing the burden of the ring, you mean and he's got to take it to Mr. Frodo. <laughs> Mr. Frodo, <laughs> and he's he, Frodo was a whiny baby. Yeah, to me, man, I didn't like him. Well, he's basically been tasked, man. And there is well, <laughs> good night. Let him give us There's, the quote and let me play the outro. <laughs> there, there is a burden that only the ring bear, the ring carrier knows. Supposedly. So, um, but there's a moment at the end of one of the movies where, uh, and I want to say it's two towers where they've gone through a lot and it, things are looking pretty dark and dim and there's not, there doesn't seem to be a lot of hope and they're ready to go. And I can tell you who says this. It's Sam. Yes. Everything great comes Man. from Sam. Wait, wait. Okay. Everything great comes so, from Rudy. This so, setup is taking way too so long. Frodo this and, quote's not going to be so good. So Frodo and Sam are together. They're they're like your two journeying buddies, and Frodo says, "I can't do this, Sam." And Sam has this quote that is is deep. Okay, it says, "I know it, it's all wrong. By rights, we shouldn't even be here, but we are." It's like in the great stories, Mister Frodo's, the ones that really mattered, full of darkness and danger. They were, and sometimes you didn't want to know the end because how could the end be happy? How could the world go back to the way it was before when so much bad had happened? But in the end, it's only a passing thing, this shadow. Even darkness must pass. A new day will come, and when the sun shines, it'll shine out all the clearer. Those were the stories that stayed with you. That meant something. Even if you were too small to understand why. But I think, Mr. Frodo, I do understand. I know now. People in those days, in those stories, had lots of chances of turning back, but they didn't. They kept going because they were holding on to something that there's some good in this world and it's worth fighting for. We love you, Sean Austin. (laughs) Never lose hope. Sunday Gravy.